Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of A Day in the Life of Zori podcast. This is your host, Zori. Thank you so much for tuning in. Happy Friday. Um, today is February 23rd. Um, it's a very special day. It is my bestie's birthday. Um, such a great, great, great um last month that we've had i know it's been a little bit since i tuned in and dropped an episode we've had a lot going on but um on today's episode i wanted to go ahead and give us cruising 2.0 um i recently went on a cruise for the second time with a different partner so my first cruise was was my was with my mom excuse me and this cruise I did with my husband sans kids so no children just an adult cruise for four nights um so slightly longer than the first cruise I took same locations um same cruise line different ship and I want to go ahead and share the recap and just kind of the updates on that so first things first I loved my first cruising experience, um, even though we weren't able to dock at one of the locations that we were supposed to due to weather. Um, we had some exciting things happen on that first trip. We actually rescued a Cuban um, ship and um, all of that was great. So this time around, I was looking forward to one, seeing a new ship because I was going on a four-night cruise on a Royal Caribbean ship. Um, this time we went on the Mariner of the Seas. So I wanted to definitely check out if the um, Royal Caribbean was consistent across their ships in line. And my experience going in was just excited to, one, spend some alone time with my husband for four uninterrupted nights which was wonderful um and then two just kind of experiences with my husband as we do have an eight night cruise booked for this july with our kids um and with some of my extended family two of my sisters my parents are um some of our good friends are coming on so there's a total of 19 of us that will be going on a cruise this summer and for the remaining parties that i've mentioned besides my mom everyone else's first time cruising will be this summer so very excited to kind of preview what this was like for my husband so let's go ahead and jump on in so first and foremost the mariner of the seas was a fantastic ship um i i'm not entirely sure exactly whether it's actually a little bit bigger than liberty of the seas which was the first cruise ship i went on but coming on i already knew what to expect i had already done all the pre-work um for checking in and all that stuff all that jazz so all of that went fairly seamless. We flew in the night before, like I did last year. Um, we were sailing out of Port Canaveral this time instead of Fort Lauderdale than I did last time. So that was a little bit different. Port Canaveral um, is an interesting port to get into. There's um, quite a bit of driving to get there from the airport. So... <laughs> That was a little bit interesting. We did an overnight stay um, and stayed over in Titusville and then had booked an Uber to Port Canaveral the morning of. One thing to note, Uber rates for MCO and Port Canaveral were exorbitant, 
um, to say the least, the least, it was very pricey to get around. Um, so at the hotel we stayed at, there was actually a, like a local taxi company, um, card. And I did take that with me on the cruise because I did want to price compare for our return trip from the cruise port to the airport when we came back. So we get on Mariner of the Seas, the crew and staff were phenomenal throughout the entire check-in process. Um, you had quite a volume of people coming in. So right off the rip, I knew that my husband was going to be slightly overwhelmed by the volume of people that we were going to be surrounded by. But check-in was so easy. Our docks were checked, did everything really quickly, and we were right on board thereafter. We did our safety check-in literally as we were walking in. And then we, of course, began touring the ship. So we go through the Royal Promenade, which is just where the shops and um, some of the smaller bars and restaurant spots are at. Took a gander through that. Then, of course, hit up the Lido deck and checked out the um, pool areas, the walkabout areas on the higher decks. And, of course, that leads you into the Windjammer, a.k.a. the buffet on the Royal Cruise Ship Line. Um, we went ahead and got ourselves some lunch because by the time we were able to get on board, it was about lunchtime. So we went ahead and did all of that. And right off the bat, we were, you know... We found excellent service within the buffet, um, excellent service to get us drinks and just kind of make sure that we were getting situated. Um, one notable thing I will uh, mention in contrast to my first trip was that there was a lot of upselling on day one of our cruise. So um, the restaurants were upselling pretty heavily on this particular day. So when we went to the buffet, the restaurants were kind of coming in and trying to upsell booking a reservation at one of the pay per meal restaurants. Um, we also got an interesting offer for like a behind the scenes kitchen culinary chef like walkthrough. Um, if you are somebody that is very curious about the culinary aspect of everything and the cooking and behind the scenes, that might be something that's right up your alley. We are foodies, foodies in the terms of wanting to consume, consume good food. I don't really need to see how the sausage is made. I just want to be happy when the meal arrives at the table. Um, so that wasn't anything that we were really particularly interested in. In retrospect, now I may have taken advantage of booking um, one of the restaurant meals. Um, and I'm highly considering doing that for our eight-night cruise at least once or maybe twice, depending on what we consider. Um, so my husband was not highly impressed with the buffet on day one. Um we do go to the main dining room for our sit-down dinner meals. Um, we did that three of the four nights. And on the fourth night, we honestly didn't go simply because our table had been empty every night before that. So it was just my husband and I at the table for eight. And on that particular night, we were a little bit late. 
And all of a sudden, the table that had been empty every other night was full. And they decided to sit and have an empty chair on opposite sides of the table left open, which was really weird considering that if you see that it's a party of two remaining, you would think that you would leave the two chairs open, but whatever. Um, that was not the server's fault. It was just entirely the people that were coming to that table to dine. Um, and it just didn't really seem like our crowd. So we just kind of moved along. Um, then of course the other nights that we did have dinner, um, my meals were fantastic. The service was impeccable. Shout out to, um, Mo and Faith that served us in the MDR. Um, they were fantastic and, you know, we had a really good time, really fun things that happened in the main dining room on different nights. Um, we did do some of the, th uh, themed dress nights. So we did like Caribbean night. We had like a matching shirt and dress combo for my husband and I, um, we did hit the buffet, the Windjammer on different occasions. And we even had a paid night, um, a paid like lunch where we did Johnny Rockets, which they had on board. And it was like a $17 flat fee for the meals. So we took advantage of that, had really good burgers. Um, the sides were fine. And in our drink package, the milkshades were milkshakes were already included so we had ourselves some good milkshakes on a couple of different occasions while we were on board this time around we did get to dock at coco k which i missed on my first opportunity with royal simply because the weather was not cooperating leading up to our trip the weather had been very very um just not we weren't able to really gauge whether or not we were going to be able to dock because the weather had been really weird um, the days leading up to. So literally like a day or two prior to us docking at Coco Cay, people had been evacuated because the weather was so poor. Our docking day came and we had um, warm, beautiful weather as mid-morning broke around 11-ish. The sun poked out. Um, and it was literally a perfect day at Coco Cay, which is funny because that's what the island is called, is perfect day at Coco Cay. Um, on our docking day at Coco Cay, we had the pleasure of docking right next to the Icon of the Seas, which is their newest and largest ship, um, in the world right now, I believe is the Icon of the Seas. It's humongous width-wise, um... Height-wise, it maybe had like a floor higher than our ship did, but when you look at it from the side, a side-by-side -side comparison, it is vastly bigger than any of the other ships. So um, it was cool to see that in person and just kind of be in the know and see the sights that were to behold the icon of the seas. It's humongous, but it looks really, really nice. Um, it is quite pricey um in comparison to the smaller sailor um sailings that they offer so definitely something to behold but perfect um uh, perfect day at coco k was great we did purchase an add-on or quote-unquote excursion for hideaway beach which is an adult only section of the island has a warmed 
a pool, it's got beach chairs and umbrellas galore. There's different bars and restaurant options within that section of Coco Cay, all of which were phenomenal. The beach chair umbrella options were endless on that um, particular area. Beach is beautiful, water is beautiful. The water was cold, so no, I did not go swimming. I did dip my feet into the water just to kind of see what it was like, but it was a little chilly for me. Um, but the weather was beautiful, so it was great for sunbathing and just sipping drinks and eating by the water and on the beach. So fantastic um, opportunity for us. We did explore the rest of the island, of course, and you get a tram that kind of takes you from point to point. Um, so we kind of took the tram back and explored some of the other areas, including, um, I want to say it was Chill Island, which we kind of hung out at and did some of the hammocks under some of the palm trees. Um, there's like braiding stations, there's a buffet as well for you to experience besides little walk-up, um, food options that are all included. Um, we did not do any of the other pool options on the island, but there's definitely much more to explore and do. It is all walkable, so you don't have to take the tram if you don't want to. You can walk it out, um, and it's not overwhelming. There are plenty of areas for the kiddos to play, um, to swim, and to just hang out. So there's definitely plenty of opportunities, families, adults, you know, whatever it is, there's an option for you. So we enjoyed our time on um, Coco Cay Island. Then we, of course, were going to Nassau, Bahamas the following day. We were able to dock at Nassau. Um, we knew what we were in for at the time. We were traveling with an advisory, travel advisory of two, um, which is just kind of go at your own risk, but just be aware and be alert. We did dock. We got off the ship at NASA, um, started venturing into NASA itself, and were completely overwhelmed by the amount of people trying to sell you excursions, the taxis, just all kinds of stuff coming at you really heavy-handed um so we retreated back into like the port area for a second and just you know we're right on the water and then we decided we would go back out um we waited until senior frogs opened before we went and, and ventured out so we actually were um at a spot where there's a senior frogs and then there's another like bar restaurant spot right on the water it's kind of like a over the water like bungalow gazebo kind of thing we settled down in your frogs had a couple drinks the drinks whew, were liquored up um really heavy so i couldn't even finish my drink um, my husband had one of like the local beers from the bahamas and um then we just continued walking so we went down further into NASA, we got past like Margaritaville and actually found ourselves at Junkanoo Beach, um, which was beautiful. There was plenty of families and people um, just enjoying the beach there. Uh, we weren't really particularly looking to swim um, at any of the beaches, so we just kind of hung out um, and sat around and just enjoyed the view and the scenery and just enjoyed the calm and peace of being at a beach at the Bahamas. Um, for us, then we also had some, like, local ice cream treats and whatnot, like fruit bars and such, 
while we were there. Um, and then we decided to just call it a day and go back to the ship. We then had an at-sea day sailing back to Port Canaveral. And that at-sea day happened to be, dun-dun-dun, the Super Bowl. So Super Bowl Sunday, we were at sea. Um, it was a very interesting experience to experience the Super Bowl while we were um, on a ship. And of course, we're on a ship, which means that we are solely basing, viewing or streaming the Super Bowl based on satellite capabilities. But it was offered in both the stadium theater, the outdoor theater over by the Lido deck, and at the sports bar. Um, so for true sports fans, football aficionados, they were able to catch the game while at sea. We did um, watch a little bit from the Lido deck, and then we also went to check it out over at the theater. Um, needless to say, all of the seats were packed um at both because of course it's a it's a cruise ship that accommodates about like five to six thousand people so of course you're gonna have plenty of fans that wanted to catch the game um we did retreat to our room and cabin for part of it just simply because it was just a little bit you, could, you knew that it was going to be a little chaotic football fans all enclosed, nowhere to go, nowhere to escape. We decided to retreat for um, our own sanity, though from our room we could very clearly hear the shouts and yells anytime some crazy play went down. So um, definitely an experience. It was once, you know, probably once in a lifetime that we'll be catching a Super Bowl game while on deck um, at a cruise. So it was definitely a fun thing to kind of catch. Everybody was decked out in their jerseys, just repping their teams. Super fun um, atmosphere, definitely a unique experience to kind of close out our cruising experiences while on ship. Um, overall, I definitely enjoyed our time on Mariner of the Seas. My husband did really well. Um, minimal, you know, no seasickness for him, no motion sickness for him, no side effects of being on board a ship other than his super high expectations for food. Um, he thoroughly enjoyed his time both on and off the ship. Um, he enjoyed our excursion. He enjoyed traveling into Nassau and just felt very much at ease and is feeling in a much better place for our eight-night cruise. Now, our eight-night cruise that's coming up in July um, is on a different cruise line, so we will be cruising on Carnival cruise line with the um, Carnival Venezia, which is their Italian style ship. We just had friends that recently sailed on that ship for, I think, nine days. They said that it was a phenomenal ship. We're going to love it, but didn't want to divulge too many secrets just because they want us to experience the ship for ourselves. Um, so I am looking forward to that. My husband, I think, loved his first cruising experience, he loved the fact that we could kind of retreat to our room whenever we were just kind of out of it. Um, there was one day that we definitely took like a midday nap and then regrouped and we're ready to go out for a late night. Um, he was a little bit underwhelmed with some of like the onboard activities and I think it was just he was expecting it to be a little bit more. Um, I knew what we were signing up for so I enjoyed all of the activities and shows and entertainment um 
I think he was just being a little bit hypercritical. Now I think he's got a better understanding of how cruising works and the entertainment and fun that's to be had on board. Um, and hopefully he resets his mindset for our July cruise because we'll have the kids and it's just a different experience, I think, when you add kids to the mix. Um yeah, so that was our Cruising 2.0. I think it was a phenomenal trip. We had fantastic weather through and through. Um, and our flights to and from were seamless. Our flight to actually got there an hour earlier, which is really great. No complaints there. Um, and I just, I'm, again, thoroughly happy with cruising with Royal Caribbean Cruise Line I'm not disappointed with their service, so it will be an interesting experience to cruise in July with Carnival and just kind of experience a new cruise line. Um, I will say in comparison to apps to apps, um, the Royal Caribbean app is just far superior to anything that Carnival is currently offering. Um, so already with that, it's a little bit underwhelming, but I am going in with an open mind to the cruise ship itself and this, the experience that we'll have on board. Um, yeah, so if you have cruised on multiple cruise lines and would like to give feedback or thoughts, tips for Carnival for me, please, please, please feel free to do so. Hit me up, a day in the life of Zori at gmail.com is the email. Um, otherwise, th thank you so much for, for tuning in. Thank you for allowing me to be remiss. February turned out to be an extremely busy month just because we were going away. So it was kind of like really busy getting everything situated with work and kids and home before taking off for our trip. But here we are. March seems to be an exciting month for us as well. So look forward to um, sharing different types of episodes coming forward. I have quite a few ideas and things lined up. So hopefully we'll be more regular going forward as I will hope to pre-record a lot of them and get them ready in advance. Thank you so much, friends, for tuning in to another episode of A Day in the Life of Zori podcast. Until next time, bye!